On today's episode of GMGM Market Talk, there was a lot of conversation around upcoming projects from things like Run Dead on the Solana ecosystem, OPEPIN situation on ETH, and other key catalysts with Blur and OpenSea having this massive marketplace war. This episode was sponsored by Max NFT minting today, February 20th, for two Sol 10K supply, and they answered a ton of questions around the project and what they got in store for the Solana ecosystem. If you want to tune into the episodes live Monday to Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday to Thursday, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, at Easy Eats Bodega on Twitter. But let's get into the episode. What is going on, Web3 ecosystem? We are back again for another episode of GMGM Market Talk, Monday to Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern Time, breaking down what we're buying, what we're selling, where we're making money, where we're losing money, and everything in between. We got an excellent episode ahead of us today, sponsored by Max NFT. I'm excited to dive into the project the episode as well and see what's cooking with them. I know that they're minting today, so definitely have some questions and some things that I want to cover as well. But before we do, we had an electric weekend, a lot of chaos. Oh, Pepin's finally pumped. I know Bunny's going to tell me he listened to me and sold those early, I'm sure. But seems like the open sea situation is certainly ramping up with 0% creator royalties, no fees, and now they're pushing Gem XYZ. A now-deleted tweet had actually outlined that there may be a Gem token getting airdropped here sooner than later and advising that uh, you start using Gem. So a little bit of alpha bright and early, but I'm also excited to dive into what people have been trading. Solana volume is down a tiny bit here, but uh, nothing wrong with that. So let's get right into it. We got 76 thousand soul volume over the last 24 hours surprisingly decent post weekend not too mad about that we have runaway rascals which minted carlos had tweeted about them publicly said over four they look good and they're now currently sitting at a 5.3 soul price utah 125 blocksmiths down to 66 sharky five down to nine okay bears at 44 jelly rascals down to 86 gods from the soul gods ecosystem up to 24 off of 20 Famous Fox Federation holding 50 and now seeing a ton of loan volume on the Cirrus loan, Citrus loan platform. Immortals at 15. Monkey Kingdom back into the trending collection holding a 20 soul floor. Man, those things made wash trading cool back in the day. SMBs at 233. Clanosaurs at 26. ABC down to 83. Doubloons at 8. And Dual Bots all the way down to 54. Oh, how the mighty have fallen on the gambling plays as well. But let's pivot over to the open seas and take a look at what's moving over there. We got Board Ape Yacht Club at 72. Kennel Dogs up to 8. Mutant Apes up to 16. Other Deeds back over 2. Azuki just under 15. Checks all the way up to 2.5. The Redeemed Ones sitting at 1.43. Beans up to 1.63 on the back of Franklin sweeping them, causing a 0.2 ETH floor push and fat fingering a buy for 35 ETH. Clones at 5.45. Moonbirds down to 7. Oni Force broke 2 and keeps retracing back down, currently at a 1.92 floor. MFers at 1.38. Cool Cats got swept this morning up to 2.45. And Opepins from 0.1 all the way up to 0.44. On the metadata change, on Jack Butcher tweeting OPEP PFP or something along those lines. So absolutely chaotic day from the Butcher ecosystem. Seems like Chex is now fully self-sustaining. And like he said, he would then be able to focus his time on OPEPin. But let's get right into it. I'm excited to dive in with Max NFT. 
throughout the show, we also got Toby and Illuminati, Illuminati, my bad, up here as well to break down the project. So first and foremost, Bunny, Frisk, Manny, how we doing? Why didn't he tweet about merge? Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, why don't you tweet about merge? Oh, does that sound going to do anything to the chart? Like what? Well, you, you never know unless you try. I guess. Yeah, I mean, oh, Pepin's the next one, bro. It's it's cooking. Um, yeah, I, I'm. I don't know. I guess he just chose Opepin. And bro, even crazier though, twelve thousand of the checks have been burned. There's only about eight k left, which I think that's pretty damn wild. Yeah. I Are guess you still so. holding merge? Yeah. <sighs> well, right. I I still have like five of them, dude. This is why I don't like sweeping too many, because then. I never sell them all, dude. Like, it's too many to list. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, looks like you're bad golden again. Round tripping. Pretty usual. Frisk, what's going on? GM, everyone. Happy Monday. Uh, it's been a weekend. It's, 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 there was a lot that happened on the soul side, on the east side, on the, uh, on the wild side. That's for sure. Um, but nonetheless, I think it's a new week. I'm excited to get into things. Blur's still holding fairly strong. I'm officially out. I just want to do a victory lap and say I did call a dollar thirty and a half a billion market cap. Uh, so I'll be I'll be taking my flowers now. Thank you. Um, but other than that, there is something I want to talk about, but it's a long, long thing. And I think that I may have found the next best Ponzi, um, like for the Solana ecosystem. And I'm really fucking excited to get into it. I'm pretty sure you guys have heard of it, but I did some research on it, and I actually was so intrigued, I booked a call with the team for today because I just wanted to ask them fucking questions. And they were more than receptive to talking about it. So there's a play called Run Dead. It's from the Soul Army team. I want to talk about that a bit later on in the show. I am incredibly intrigued by this project, and I think, easy. this is actually right up your fucking alley. Other than that, uh, I'm mostly looking at crypto prices right now. Soul had a crazy pump yesterday. Things went wild. Uh, and I think that ETH is going to follow sweet. I just want to see what happens if Bitcoin can break that 25K mark. It's really struggling right now. Well, it keeps, keeps bumping up against resistance. I'm not a TA by any means, but uh, I, like, I like looking at the line drawers, seeing what they have to say. Yeah, you called Blur to a T. Uh, I'm definitely eager and excited to figure out what's going on from Run Dead. Uh, minted out basically in pre-sale. Which was surprising. So I'm very curious. Do you want to go, go ahead? Do you want to get into it, or do you want to? I'm down to it in a minute. First, I want to see what's going on with Manny, and then we can circle back to run that. Yeah, let's do that. Dude, I'm alive. I'm well. You know, I'm thriving. I'm vibing. I'm surviving. After this weekend, I'm convinced we live in a simulation. Um, one of the things that has me pretty interested right now, like not to bump my bag, but graphite just holding at least thirty because they're going to do a. Uh, they have 333 spots for bastards, right? Because, like, with the amount of hype that bastards is coming out in, I was in a space listening to the bastards guy. It sounded pretty interesting. A lot of people are kind of calling this cowboy Azuki. I don't know what the fuck it is, but it looks interesting. I might throw some, some graphite at it to try and win some spots across multiple wallets just to kind of game the system. Looking at that, outside of that, man, I'm expecting everything to take a 10% dip. We'll see an increase in volume. I think we'll break like 81, 82, but that's just going to be people selling into the like the downside or whatever because Soul is pumped. 
outside of that, I got those jelly things. Uh, those look interesting. I thought it was the co-founder of Memeland. It is definitely not. I did some more research on that. Um, still holding six of those, but I mentioned them all for free. But excited to talk to the Max team. Yeah, I'm holding a few of those jellies as well. Free mint, so I'm not too mad about trading that and actually holding it at the moment. Um, kind of just excited to see what happens with it. It was sent around in a few discords I'm in, and people were really excited about it. So I'm very curious to see how it actually pans out. You know, like, we don't have many details, and I think they just updated the website. Um, yeah, it's it'll be interesting. Wait, it's not the meme no. land guy? God damn it, Manny. Dude, I, I got God too, Bunny. My bad. Wait, are you talking about that manifold Freeman, Easy? Yes. Yeah, the jelly. The All jelly, I, know jelly is I, saw, I saw the manifold link and then I went to their Twitter and I, there is about a two minute animated video that looked like uh, it could be on the television. And I saw that. I'm like, okay, this makes a lot of sense for Freeman. And I don't know if you guys are watching, but it went from like 275. I know that's when Bunny minted. And then, like, after it hit 275, it sold out so quickly, like within five minutes. And it was a. The, the pace of mint out was very slow before that. So once I saw that, it, it caught my eye. I think it's traded like around 25 ETH secondary so far, which isn't bad considering it's like pretty the good price for, for free mint. Yeah, so I'm definitely interested. I'm, I took some off the table, but I'm, I'm definitely holding a few because seems like this is just the beginning of some type of ecosystem. And I saw that video and I'll try to find it, but it seems like they put a serious amount of money or have a lot of talented people that made that. So you're good enough for, for free mint for me. Yeah, I mean, dude, even now, 75 bucks, 75 bucks, you know? You can sell it very, very easily if you really wanted to. So if you minted it early, too, you could have just multi-walleted it. Like, I know a lot of people did. So that's kind of like one thing. And then, like you said, as soon as it hit 250, that thing absolutely flew. So for a free mint, it was pretty damn wild. I want to pass it over to Ray and then to Deep. What's going on? Yo, before we get into, like, all the trading shit, right, I caused a goddamn fucking riot over the weekend, right? Um, I, I like, don't apologize for the violence. We had like a long space about this yesterday. ZK and Shrimp were there. So I do want to apologize to, um, oh, apologize for my language, right? And, uh, I used, uh, fucking went too crazy and used the wrong word. So I do apologize for that. But, um, it's crazy how much attention it got. Uh, like, I don't know, like, there was like 99% of the people that haven't spent over like two soul on a one-on-one piece with their opinions and all this crazy shit. Bottom line is, you probably missed a space yesterday, but it all got resolved and it was pretty, like the end result was very surprising, right? Like I kind of calmed myself down for like the good of everyone and talked to this guy. Seems like he was just kind of clearing the air to uh, get continue getting money from the ecosystem. It's all good, uh, but nonetheless, I apologize, and I just wanted to say that to you. maybe I can reiterate it in the later show. But uh, yeah, sorry guys. Like I see a lot of people down there. Like I'm not gonna lie, I stopped fucking with a bunch of y'all after this weekend, but I'm still gonna hold down the one on one people. Like that's where I think the money's still going to continue to go. Like the one-on-one floors are not crashing right now. Like everything else. And some of them are sleepers, uh, bro. So, I mean, there's certainly a lot of plays in the one-on-one ecosystem. So I think you're, uh, I think you're spot on and uh, appreciate the words around the situation. My friend, you don't need to harp on it, but I understand where you're coming from with it. So I appreciate that. 
For sure. Bullish on Bears, though. Yeah, sweeper ball one. Sweeper ball one. That was a sweeper. We got this this artist Carl Seven, who's like um, one of the top three pixel artists who bought in as well. Uh, I mean, it's just the, the bear. Look, I've been suspended for the whole weekend, and you are everyone. Like, I haven't had to say one thing, and the, the, the bears got me, bro. Like, that's more than five hundred and forty souls worth from the slime buy, like. Bro, I'm the most bullish one-on-one community is the Bears. Mm-hmm. I don't care who your artist is. Like that, that's just the bottom line. But I appreciate you, Easy. Get like, let no, me absolutely, bro. Say that and get that out. Hundred percent. But I want to pass over to the deep, and then I actually want to circle back to Frisk on the Run Dead situation. Deep, what's going on? Hey, Easy. How's it going? Uh, another beautiful week. Uh, yeah, you know, Frisk mentioned some TA, so I thought I'd bring some TA to the table. Uh, I called, uh, you know, I talked about RSR last week, easy. I don't know if you heard that, but I was up 20% since I talked about that. Uh, Yeah, I mean, BTC, if we break about 25.3, the road to 27.5, 28K seems uh, like the next step. But if we break below 24K on on a higher time frame, I think there is a good chance we go to like 22.5 at least. So, yeah, you know, I, I think that's, uh, like, the weekly looks absolutely phenomenal on so many of these charts, like BTC itself, the weekly looks super beautiful, to be very honest, and, uh, yeah, the the one other play that I'm looking at right now is ApeCoin, I think that is another chart that looks uh, phenomenal, I hate to say it with Bunny on stage here, but I do think that ApeCoin might go to like 6.3 and 7 uh, as per what I'm looking at. So, yeah, let's see. That's one on my list. And, uh, yeah. Six. What is the cat? Like, what indicators are you looking at? Are we looking at just supply squeeze on the thing? I mean, they have a few catalysts. No. No, not no, just the charts. Like, I don't use too many indicators. Just like simple, uh, you know, like, uh, EMS and and you know like RSI like that's about it and uh, yeah ApeCoin just looks uh, super good on on the lo- uh, higher time frames like the daily and weekly chart uh, looks phenomenal so yeah it's holding about you know like uh, 50 EMA on the daily and on the weekly it's also you know like reclaimed the 50 EMA so it looks super good. To be very honest, I and I think it it uh, you know tests the range high at around six point three once again. I could be wrong, uh, but uh, I am in on the play. Bunny, uh, can I vote in the ape coin down now? I bought ape coin. Dude. That's, that's yeah, dude. You can vote now, man. Oh, phenomenal! Uh, Machi yeah, are tell, equals now. Tell Machi, big brother, I'm coming for him. <laughs> so, Yo, did, you, did you know only nineteen wallets? Voted in all eight coin proposals. Isn't that crazy? Dude? Only nineteen uh, participated. No, in nobody all here them. reads. <laughs> Did you say nineteen? One nine. Yeah, that's the, the amount of wallets that participate in every single eight coin DAO proposal. Oh, that's crazy, dude. Is that a rule, or do they just forget? I don't know. I'm not an S bunny. He, he's, he's. It's not a rule. He's, it's not. A, no, we don't have a rule that only nineteen wallets. Can, can participate. I just think if nobody that's a rule, to. if that's a rule, then I don't think they will ever let Bunny vote. 
I don't have any ape coin. Joke's on you. Can't vote, even if I wanted to. You're not helping the cause, that's for sure. Frisk, break down this run dead situation. You were excited for it, and then I want to pivot over into the max NFT that's minting today. Yeah, yeah let, let, let's do it. Real quick, I'm going to drop two pieces of alpha, and I'll be repeating them on the afternoon show. One is about run dead. One's about this other project. I'll be quick about it. Uh, there is a project I applied for yesterday. Yes, it's a Polygon project. I know it's crazy, but we spoke about it on the show a few weeks ago, and they have applications open. Trust me, just go do it. Everyone I'm talking to on ETH is bullish as fuck on this thing. It's called Magic Batch. Yep. Go and apply for it. Just just, just do it. The current acceptees at the moment are Nygag CEO, Crypto Gorilla, Trey from Underground, fucking Dingling. Whether this thing pops off or not, the application's fairly long. Just go fucking apply if you're, if you're listening to this. You don't have much to lose. Anyways, run dead. Sorry, easy jump. No, I'm just thinking about the magic badge thing. It, it's I do agree. It's like you're looking at Sorry, the microphone cut out there. You're looking at it from a perspective that like Polygon I dude, I spent a lot of time yesterday playing like Sunflower Land, playing Crypto Raiders, playing just a whole bunch of Polygon games, trying to understand this ecosystem. It's still not very user-friendly, which is like my only caveat. But Magic Batch seems really interesting because like you said, there's a lot of people backing it. And if it becomes an incubator, a launch pad, et cetera, then the potential upside is there. So like that's at least getting exposure, probably the biggest thing. Um, other than that, though, it's like what's really the, the negative, you know? Like, Exactly. Yeah, like it's a Polygon Ventures project and it's trying to act as an incubator. And for what it's worth, like I made this tweet the other day where I was like, I'm kind of done trying to just bash on Polygon just because it's not Solana. And I want to at least give it a try. Like what? Like I, I want to at least, at least learn. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. So be it. But like I, I, I know I'm not the only person on this stage who was just like dumb fucking early to Solana, like stupidly early. And shit was disastrous when we first got started here. Like it was terrible. And so for what it's worth, staying on this change for the past ye- year and a half, maybe longer, has benefited me strongly. I'm, I w- why would I turn down that opportunity on another chain, which? just needs to get their shit together at the moment. That's my that's what I'm trying to transition into. I'm trying to be more open minded. Be a little uh polyamorous, if you will. No one? Dude, right, we're fine. gonna let I that flop, this, my friend. friend. Uh, Wait, right. did you guys say dingling applied for this polygon? It got accepted. You got accepted. Wow. Okay, yeah, I'm bullish then. You don't see that yeah, guy applying to a lot of things. <laughs> I know. Dude, and the application's you tell me dingling's grinding for the whitelist on this one? If he didn't, then at least he had an interest too. He had to do something. Like they didn't just put him on. Definitely just DM the thing. Like, dude, it's dingling. Probably. That's what I was gonna say. It don't take much to just DM a motherfucker and give me your shit. Dude, if dingling is even that, if if dingling's out sending a DM for a Polygon project, like nothing said about that project, I'm gonna max mint it. Not financial advice, but you you gotta pay attention to OG traders like him. When he makes a move, uh, he's usually not wrong. And if he he's also has money and a balance sheet to support any decision he makes, uh, yeah. So that's interesting. Thanks for that shout out, Chris. No facts, no, got you. Anyways, I know we gotta hit the sponsors. So let me be quick with Run Dead. Um, it comes from the Soul Army team. If you guys know Soul mm-hmm. Army, they are one of the greatest alpha groups like uh, in the space. They're really cool. I'm just gonna get to the to the Ponzi side of it, and if I, I will have more information on the 5 p.m. show, just because I'm calling them later. But essentially, and I'll I'll, I'll start off with the juice. It is a game that you play with your nfts the game will come to an end eventually but the game gives you the opportunity to win tons of prizes and when i say tons i mean tons 
There is a list of about 21 prizes or something like closer to that. The prizes include a Tire Robotics, an SMB, a Czech, a Clone X, a Moonbird, a D-God, an Azuki, a Mutant Ape, a Bored Ape, and many more unrevealed prizes. I'm not fucking kidding. This is a Solana project with a 1.4 floor that gives you the opportunity to win a fucking Bored Ape. I don't know where they got the money from for this. I have no idea. And I hope they're not capping, because if they are, that's really disappointing. But it's there. Essentially how it works is each of these NFTs are going to go on a run. Every day, your NFT will run, once you decide to let it start running, one mile. As you run a mile, your NFT has this, uh, meta, or this trait in the metadata called bones. When you get to a certain point in the miles, there will be like prizes situated at those miles. And so when you get there, there are a certain amount of bones that you will have to pay in order to get in order to claim that prize. The number of bones you have to get is undetermined. It's apparently it'll be like explained later like closer to the date, but once you have the if whoever gets there first gets to claim the prize. So as an example, along the 20 miles, let's say the third mile, there's the clone X prize right there. If they announce that you need hundred bones to get this um like clone x and you get there first and you have enough bones you win you get the clone x bones are acquired through the metadata in the nft every nft in the rundated collection has between two bones and 69 bones um but here's the interesting thing every day you can either run a mile or you can eat another run dead and acquire the bones that they have and accumulate those number of bones and so as you're going and as you're stacking bones, you keep going and going until you reach mile 20 where the game ends and that's it, it's over. But the interesting thing to it me sounds is, like a Ponzi. It, exactly. It sounds like a in my opinion, a good a Ponzi. Good Ponzi. There a we good go. Ponzi. Yes, exactly. That's why I'm like, okay, this is this is interesting. Because the the way that this works is like you can like just beat like eat the other NFTs and try and go for it, but you won't know how many bones that you'll need. Some sometimes I think the not all the prices have been revealed yet. And so there's a lot on the line there. And the worst comes to worst. If you're just bullish on the concept, you can just trade these things. So I'm keen to find out more information. Uh, full disclosure, I do have some myself, but I'm very intrigued by this. I'm very, very intrigued by it. I mean, yeah, your excitement on it certainly shows that there's uh, some interest, but you know, a lot of projects. Let's dive right in with Max. They're sponsoring the episode today, minting today. I want to open up the floor to hear what they got going on, ask them some questions, dive into the project itself, and hear a little bit more about it. So, Toby, IlluminFT, Max, if you guys want to give us a little rundown on the Max NFT and uh, let us know what's going on, detail it, and uh, kind of like a little elevator pitch. Yeah, for sure, man. Thanks for having us on. I li usually listen to this show on my way to work every day, so it's nice to be up as a speaker. Okay, you want the shell pitch, so let me jump into it. Uh, yeah, so we're minting today. Uh, first, we've got different phases starting at, uh, what, 11 EST, so like, uh, what, hour and a half from now? Let me tell you about it, though. Uh, so we're going to be putting out the next-gen PFP on Solana. Now, people hear that, they're all PFP meta. That's a little old, but we got something special for you. But let me tell me tell you a little bit just about the, the vibe. We're a degen community full of fun uh if you jump into our discord you'll see there's a lot of degeneracy going on there and that's just how we vibe 
So uh, what are we doing to make the next-gen PFP? Uh, we have a partnership with Metaplex using their Fusion protocol. We're one of the first projects to use that. And we're pushing it hard because there's a lot you can do with that technology. Uh, we can get into more details around that if you want later, but composability is going to be one of the main features. So we have your main NFT, which you can mint today if you'd like, and then you can customize it through adding different traits that you'd like. If you look at, uh, I think, one of the posted uh, tweets, you'll see that there's going to be a free drop for some of the top Solana projects, SMBs, Utes, Gods, Foxes. They're all friends, so they're getting a free drop for people that mint so that if they want to rep their customized trait on their PFP, they can go ahead and do that. The team has developed a store too, so there's a trade store that'll be out. Well, it's built. Um, we got some demos for that, and it'll be out a week or two. So the initial MVP is already being completed, which is good. So uh, maybe a little bit more about the team too. So solid team uh, with experience. They pushed out ASACs, which is the top near project project. Uh, Probably the one of the few blue chips, if you can call it that, and on near. So they've done this before, uh, and they're back doing it on Solana with a different vibe, bigger team. Backing the team is Antisocial Labs, so that's a de development lab uh, created by the founders with over fifteen, <coughs> excuse me, devs. They've done, I mean, what, running for like eight months already done around 300k of income from building out stuff for different projects many of which you know and love um so not only is there a product ready to go there's also a team with a massive dev lab that's going to be doing some crazy stuff over the next little while uh so i guess that's kind of the high-end version i'm happy to talk a little bit more about any components of that or anything about the project uh yeah let's go i had a couple there we go i had a couple questions there so the first one coming from you had mentioned asacs what led to the shift to a solana project from like an existing project i guess you could call it and why kind of the shift you also mentioned like a bigger team how did that really happen i guess yeah I good question i can oh I can yeah, I can chime in there. So uh, the first NFT I, I ever minted was uh, an ASAC, right? Um, I started off in the space. I mean, I've been buying crypto since like 2013 on the Silk Road. Um, uh, but for me, right, um, got into the community, got into the culture. I have a lot of dev friends. We started building out tools, sniping bots, arbitrage bots, things like that. Met the team and, you know, there was just like this click and it was like, hey, I've got devs. I've got, you know, some crazy ideas. You've got an awesome community. Let's work together. So we spawned the labs. You know, we've built out a lot of different things for people, marketplaces, staking tech, soulbound token protocols, you name it, we can build it. And, um, you know, for those who follow the history of Nier, right, the existing people left on Nier is basically the ASAC community. You know, we wanted to try things at scale. 
We wanted to, you know, really push the boundaries of what tech can do. And you need, you know, you need an audience, you need a community, you need a base for that. And, you know, for us, it was, where does that exist? Where do you see like the cutting edge and NFT stuff come out? And well, you know, Soul made the most sense, right? You've got a lot of projects here. Uh, and I think competition is great. Competition is important for innovation. And for us, right, that's really at the heart of everything we do. So, you know, on the surface, yeah, it's a PFP. It's a monkey. You can make it what you want. But what we're playing with here is digital identity uh, and group identity and then governance around that identity. So the ability for, you know, people to come together, create a sub DAO and that sub DAO actually have meaning and substance. You know, we, we look at like Bandito DAO, which is awesome. Right. Um, but it's that, you know, at the moment, that's kind of. There isn't any infrastructure behind that. You've got great people leading that. But for us, it's, you know, every group that wants to do trait-based stuff or just wants to group within a community should have that ability, should have tech behind that, and should be able to represent themselves. You know, your PFP is a representative of who you are. So why shouldn't the traits define exactly about, like, the things you care for? And that's that's where it stemmed from, right? Um I think that's that's like the the long and skinny of it, but for us, it's really diving as deep into digital identity and governance uh, as possible, and then all the stuff we build, we can also white label for anyone else. Our arc reveal, the way our governance works, the way composability works, the custom rendering engine we built, the Metaplex was super hot on works. You know, for us, it's we build cool stuff, we put it out there. If other people want that, get in touch. No, I mean that's awesome. It sounds like it's a, a lot of opportunity on additional things that you can continue to extend. And like you mentioned, ways to provide services, et cetera. So I did have a couple of questions. What is the mint cost? I believe you had mentioned it, but I just want to clarify. And it's minting today. And then I want to pass it over to Toby and then to Manny real quick. Yeah, so it's two soul. Uh, we've got a 10,000 supply. Um, there will be maybe a few hundred left for public. Uh, we've, we've not over allocated the whitelist, but we have covered off a fair bit of people there. Um, and yeah. Awesome. Toby, what's going on? Yeah, I just wanted to add a couple of things uh, to what Illuminati said. I mean, you'd asked about Sol and a couple of things to add around that. First of all, to do the uh, PFP trait-based stuff, you need, an, you need a network that's quick and you need it to be cheap as well, right? To be able to do that. We looked at ETH and, you know, changing traits and stuff like that. People would be looking at what, like 25 to 50 bucks to help get transactions through and all that. And that's not fun, right? So that's part of it. Uh, in terms of the community or like team and community building, almost every single team member was from the pulled from the community. Uh, I'm probably a good example of that. Uh, I'm just a DGen uh, trader mostly, but I jumped onto the team and, uh, you know been doing all their spaces and that's how most of the team members came on right they're just pulled in because uh, they contributed other thing about solana um with the gods leading someone needed to kind of fill that void for the top pfp so that was another reason we wanted to jump in that's awesome um and i guess i am a little bit curious like those partnerships and the airdrop that's going to be happening is it only for people who hold that asset is it going to be randomly airdropped i guess i'm a little bit curious if you could break that down before i pass it to manny 
Yeah, so uh, for people who mint and for the, the first set of holders we get on to, uh, like Biometrica, will be all eligible. Um, Rocky is going to put out more information around the specifics in terms of numbers, uh, but everyone who mints and also holds the additional NFT, be it, you know, uh, a D Gods or a Utes or a SMB, um, will all be eligible. Uh, but Rocky's kind of the, the big brains behind the numbers and who gets what on this. No, that's awesome. Very good to see it pan out and kind of like the way that that's rolled out. I want to pass over to Manny. What's going on? I guess, dude, my only question is, is like when Corolla, you know what I'm saying? I'm an I'm a old school ASAC holder. If you guys could just kind of touch on that, I think that'll really kind of just characterize the community and like really bring out like who you guys are. And like, I, I don't know. I just think it's a great story to share. Yeah, I can share that. Um, you know, like we love Corollas, high end Corollas, low end Corollas. It doesn't matter if it's a Corolla, we're riding in it. Uh, it's been part of our community since ASACS, uh, because our founder, Rocky, um, that's all he could afford was a 96 Corolla. Luckily, uh, you know, after Mint, when uh, all those funds are in, he's going to upgrade to 96S series Corolla. So, you know, that, that's coming. So are you using Mint funds for this 96S? Well, yeah. I mean, the project is just a big rug, right? So they're, you know, <laughs> we're all just going to, you know, use those Mint funds, buy a bunch of 96 Corollas, and, and that's it. Show up yeah, it sounds pretty Denver, bullish to be honest. New York, uh, New York, and our Corollas, and should be a good time. <laughs> also, I want to upgrade mine, put some subwoofers in, get those lights under the car, some plastic rims. Like that's what composability is for for us. Just get the extra funds to really pimp out those Corollas. That's the benefit of a sub you know. So uh, you gotta love it. You gotta you gotta give some credit where credit is due on that. I am, I guess, like some of the other questions. I guess I just have about Max in general is like. You mentioned the Bandito DAO. You mentioned other sub DAOs and communities. How do you intend to like potentially partner with those? Like, will there be a sombrero trait that is somehow tied to Bandito DAO, or will it be a separate entity? You know, like that is something I've been curious about and just want to understand a little bit further. Because the sub community aspect is something that I certainly agree. You look at something like Utes, which has clubs, which is a massive part of the ecosystem there, and it seems like playing into that makes a lot of sense. Um, so I guess I'm just curious, like, what does a partnership look like? for existing sub DAOs and how does that kind of translate into max? Yeah, so look, there's two sides to this, right? There's the grassroots stuff that comes from the community. I think one of the issues you see with uh, existing ones is sometimes it's kind of forced by a team onto their community. For us, we're really looking for things that naturally spawn with respects to existing projects, right? I think there's a lot of room for collabs where we can bring in the special, you know, bandito uh, sombrero. Um, but reality is, like the core focus for us initially is the the grassroots homegrown things that come out of the people that are most passionate about our project uh you know and, and with this tech right uh there's lots of different aspects of it we want to trial so working with one-on-one -on -one artists to launch traits before they launch collections to have the ability to effectively like micro seed themselves the ability to you know test a product or a project or a piece of art out with an audience build out a community that way as opposed to having to start everything from crap 
just from scratch. So see it as kind of a, a launch pad for a variety of different, um, you know, new ideas coming to life. And then with existing projects, you know, you, you can see things like the, the, the holder drop that we're doing, but there's a lot more scope for that of exist like projects that are on the scene and projects that are coming up as well. So we see trades as being, you know, a form of your identity and why not have an NFT that can represent all of the collections you care about as opposed to just that one. Um, right. It, it comes down to that individual and the way they want to represent themselves and us being flexible enough to give them that ability. No, I love yeah. that. I love that response. Oh, go ahead, Toby. Sorry. I just add to you, like, um, there's a trade store, right, that I mentioned is already done. And so this is also a way not only artists or one-to-ones can, you know, find a source of income, it's also a way for sub-DAOs to fund themselves through creating their own traits and getting those out there as well, right? So that opens up the doors for a lot of people, uh, not only to set up their own sub-DAO, but to keep it running and find ways to, you know, get things out to other people or pull people into the community. Hundred percent. I think there's a lot more flexibility with it. I mean, the trade store is a big piece of it, especially as more ecosystems and projects continue to step into the space. It's a nice way to kind of extend that. Sure. What question do you have before we pass it over back over to Max to kind of wrap up and provide any closing thoughts? Yeah, just a quick. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. This honestly sounds like Bad Cats 2.0 because they have traits. They've dropped them. They have sub DAOs. They have sub DAOs that created traits within them to continue funding the sub DAOs. And they've had collaborations with youths, D gods, et cetera. The list goes on. So what are you guys doing that's different, to be honest? No offense. Yeah, no, that's a really good question. I fielded that one in a few of the uh, shark tanks and stuff we've been on. So I think, you know, this goes beyond that in that the development team that we have is has the capacity to do whatever we want right so there can be dow tooling built into uh the traits or specific services linked to traits and things along those lines that goes beyond just like posing a uh, or adding something to your pfp um another thing about it too is holders own the ip to their their pfp right so they can do whatever they want with it we're not going to be stingy with that and kind of locking it down because uh, the project's really for the holders, right? So that's one element to it. The other part is with the Metaplex partnership we have um, and a development team, uh, we can also do services for any project that's interested in doing that. And for those of you who have dug into uh, Fusion on Metaplex, you know it's a headache unless you got a really good advanced dev team. So we have the capacity not only to do that, but also to help other projects get in. So, you, you know, the way I look at it, yes, there's a PFE, the trade store, but beyond that, the dev team that's freaking stacked will be putting out a lot of different ways that go beyond what's ever been done so far. I think you, you summed that up well, right? And, you know, most of these projects are using composability right now. It's only really surface level. It is just, you know, oh, I might change my T-shirt from pink to purple. Um, for us, what we're trying to accomplish here is building a utility layer on top of composability. So, you know, the starts are these things like DAO tooling and sub-DAOs and so on and so forth. But, you know, there's a lot further we can take this. Um, and so for us, it's that, you know... Uh, Nobody else is looking at utility layers on top of composability yet. I think we can really pioneer things there. We've built out a soulbound protocol before uh, that has unique aspects in in fintech and dev tech and recruitment and you know personal identity. And so there's a lot of aspects of that we want to start to apply in a degen type of way. 
Um, so yeah, I think utility layer on top of composability is the main main thing for us. No, I think that answers a ton of things there. Good response to kind of the what makes you different in regards to things we may have already seen in the ecosystem. So I guess the last thing here before we wrap, we're right around time. Was there anything else that you wanted to share before we kind of wrap? Any last details, any additional information around the project? I know you're minting today once again. Uh, just any kind of closing thoughts? Yeah, just a couple of things to run through. Um, yeah, we're minting. Uh, OG Mint is what? In... Uh, at 12 p.m. EST, and then every hour afterwards with the public opening at 3 p.m. EST. So if you want to jump in, that's where you'll probably have to go. Uh, all our wait lists are closed. Let me just talk about how we put it together, though, because I think that's really important, too. So in terms of building the community and the project, we have, until this weekend, done zero paid shills, zero uh, under-the-table deals, Things like that, right? So we weren't interested in in doing any of that. Our 20k followers on Twitter and the over 9,000 whitelists spots we have reserved were all done fairly organically through uh, the spaces we hosted with top projects and our friends, uh, and getting things connected with people. Uh, so you know, I think that's one of the things that makes it unique, where you see a lot of people shilling and paying like you know 15k to get on certain uh shows and stuff like that we did none of that right in fact this is the first sponsorship thing we've we've done so i just put that out there because i think it's also you know one of our unique features but to wrap up like you know uh, i'll let illuminati kind of give a quick spiel but you know we'd love to have you part of our community all you so hit us up jump in our discord vibe with us and see if we're for you no that's awesome and illuminati do you have anything as well i think toby's done an incredible job covering it off right for us it's just we're we're super excited about building this future in solano the only things i have to say is you know in a couple of days we're going to be at nft paris so if you see us come find us we've got a special trait for those that meet us in person um, but I'm, I'm really excited. You know, it's, it's been a, a nerve wracking couple of days. I was going through the spreadsheets, putting everything together, uh, you know, double, triple, quadruple checking, uh, freaking out last minute. But I'm, I'm at like this, it's this like calm before the storm right now. It's, um, at peace. I'm very excited. Um, I think we're going to have a very exciting future in Solana and I'm happy for all of you to be a part of it. No, I love it. And thanks again for sponsoring the show. Good luck on the mint today. I'm eager and excited for it. I think you guys are going to crush. Love the ideas. Appreciate you answering all the questions. Even some of the little bit of heat from Shrimp. So kudos to y'all. We're going to be back again at 5 p.m. Eastern time today. Shout out all the speakers. Shout out everyone listening in. Have a beautiful day. We'll catch you next time.